Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Head Space Podcast. This is the show where we break down new-ish hip-hop albums track by track, giving our thoughts and our opinions on every single one. Today, we will be talking about M.E.D. and Guilty Simpson and their project, Child of the Jungle. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. My name is Chris Chrome. And yeah, that's what we do here. We talk about albums, go through each of the songs, whatever we think, let you know about it, have little discussions along the way, look a little awkward and goofy, and uh, most of y'all watching it either appreciate it or hate it, and that's okay, because that means we're doing something right. If everybody loves what you do, you probably are not talking to the most honest people. Um, But you YouTube comment folk, you are the most honest out there, and I appreciate your honesty so very much. I love the comments, so given y'all are most definitely bigger fans of both of these dudes than we are we appreciate anything you have to say as you go through this review because it will only help us get wiser at approaching the music as we go um on that note we'd like to take some time to showcase our favorite comment on last week's video and last week we talked about fuck quell 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 chris i don't know how to say it right his album's guns and we had a really cool comment from moselle abdul jabbar and he says the gun is the metaphor for lust ambition desire success etc the gun is a symbol for all things weaponized for positive or negative and i thought that was a super insightful comment type of shit that i hope that other people who are coming to the review read that in the comments and we missed that point so it's definitely going to add value to the review to have that kind of comment there so it teaches us it gets us to think about things differently and so we really appreciate all of you watching it even if you're down for the dislike nah for real just playing we do no we appreciate you i don't know where i went with that i got distracted <clears throat> have moments like that sometimes anyway we'll get into it real soon i want to give a quick shout out to the patrons Ismail Gadamsi, DJ Black Hurricane, Lindell Williams, uh, Jonathan Barnes, and Chris Prado. And they support what we do. We'll talk a bit about that at the end, but you probably might not watch that part. So I just want to give them their shout out at the beginning because we G like that. And uh, yeah, without further ado, why don't we get into this review? Chris, why don't you tell the Google people what the keyword is again one more time? So for this week's episode 122 of the Headspace podcast reviews, we are doing MED featuring M-E-D, bruh. Well, it's an abbreviation. MED featuring Guilty Simpson on their collective project album Child of the Jungle. Yeah. So this came out and um, as I understand it, there's a little bit of an absence of albums in respect to Mr. Nipsey Hussle, and this came out like right before, so I didn't realize that. Um, I didn't think we should review Nipsey because I thought that might be considered cheeky. I don't know. It just seems like we're doing this to you know grow. It's not the right thing to do, but one day in the future, we'll review more of his music when some time has passed and it's just about honoring him. I didn't want to do it for the views, if you know what I mean. But um, in light of that, we figured we'd go back in time just a little, little bit, see what albums came out that were like dope. Two weeks ago. <laughs> well, I don't know. Oh, this is the re- pretty recent. Still. Well, it's March 29th. Still. Just wanted to take a look back because, you know, we typically want to do the new albums. Um, and there wasn't a lot of new albums that I felt made sense for us to talk about in the sense that 
we kind of have a better understanding of our fan base and what they might care about. So we're trying to be a little bit smarter with what we pick. Plus, I feel like we've also taken on this like venture of proving like the people who are like hip hop's dead and just we keep yeah, finding albums that's, every that's, week that are. I mean, that's true. I even said it earlier when we recorded a whole other one. Um, so like the whole the whole goal is almost like if we're gonna talk about hip-hop in some way right we want to contribute in some way so since we're gonna make a whole bunch of mistakes and sound a whole bunch of silly the least we can do is find the underground and go find the albums that maybe the pop journalists aren't gonna talk about maybe some dudes anthony fantano's never heard of or adam 21 or whatever 22 is it 22 i can't <laughs> say 22 <laughs> <Or> adam 22 <laughs> is gonna be like nope nope there's not a nevada tune for me to like put that shit on it i know disrespect to those guys Guys, but I mean there's just a lot of great lyrical dope shit that keeps coming out and I feel like for about three four months in a row it's just been dope hip-hop that we've been finding all in this new albums even with our extra bonus episodes so that's a lot of new albums all within the last few months that have been released that are just ridiculously good and but I guess that reinforces the point like we've said it before at least I've said it before like, if you're not going to go out and search for the lyrical albums, you're not going to get what I mean, you want to have. You can make the same claim about other things, but I think what's different is that pop hip-hop is all over the charts. So right. people are a little bit skewed about who's getting pushes and how, to, how the game works and whatnot, but it's more than that. You got a lot of just people, well... There's just like a saturation of shit, but at the end of the day, people are kind of clung to this idea uh, that, you know, the pop music reflects the underground. But still, it's also like not a lot of people want to put in that effort to really listen to it all and grow. And also, not a lot of people care about albums anymore. I might talk about this for the next like 20 intros, but singles is what's really hot, right? So you can be like, I've been fucking hoes and popping pennies, man, I feel it's like a rock star. And no matter where you are or what you're doing, comes on it's a banger but honestly who the fuck cares what's on a post malone album maybe you liked it maybe you do i don't we chose not to review it because i honestly didn't want to listen to the whole album i just knew that maybe there'd be two or three catchy ones um but then when you look at guys like med and guilty simpson over here who i don't know a lot about i know that they're at west coast maybe i don't know actually where guilty simpson's from but uh in general it's like you got this feel of underground lyricism this like adherence to what more of a traditional cultural side of hip-hop would put into almost the math of music or the the knowledge sharing or whatever like the authenticity to it right Ooh, these these are gonna be nice points but these are like albums so it's not meant to just be like one song i think i mean you certainly can find a few of these that you find are bangers but i feel like given the skits and the way that the different messaging is structured on this album, it really is an experience that you're supposed to put on and listen to as an album. And not a lot of people I find in my experiences are willing to go through and look at albums as a whole because they're probably just a heavier time commitment. Like, what, is it 46 minutes or whatever? So if to really catch the nuances of an album three, four times you got to listen to it, that's like, fuck, that's three hours. That's like a whole movie. But I got a question. In terms of, like, we're discussing albums, right? And, I, and I'm just like, we've reviewed some albums that didn't have any skits on them, but those are still considered to be 
albums? Is there like do you? I just, I'm not making it about the skits. I'm saying like no, just when you're producing an album. I feel there, like there's a coherency to it. Like you have to think about the song order at the very right, least. Right. Absolutely. And just is your album about a concept or is it just here's a bunch of songs? I mean, there right. are albums that are just a bunch of songs, and then I think that a lot more the better side of albums are more cohesive projects with a flow to it or something. Even if anyway, maybe I just think too much into it. I'm always curious to know what y'all think about it, but I want to kind of make this a conversation that people are asking so that we can go look at albums again and when you look at albums again a lot of guys who might not be popping when you look at their single it just sounds so much better when you realize the whole album is consistent and dope and then you take the guy who has like a banging single and you put on his album and it's like oh fuck i don't know that i'm down for like an hour of this shit and that's kind of a thing where i feel like the single market is confusing the art of an album and i'm just hoping that shit comes back with a fervor so that's why we're here nice. anyway we, this was supposed to be the part of the show where we contextualize how familiar we are with the artists that we're talking about because i think it's important especially because part of just looking at it as an album is the history of you knowing them so if you're like in the west or you are in canada and montreal like us or you know who they are and have been listening to their albums forever or like you're like us and i'm assuming chris this is true too it's like the first time you've heard of either of these guys um, although guilty simpson's a name i know i've seen before i was gonna say <coughs> M.E.D. is a name that we've seen before on an I, I, yeah i feel like like we've gotten to a point where like i, I reckon crossed over enough artists to be like oh this is somebody we recognize as per the name but because they were featured on some other guy we'd never yeah. heard of album because a lot of this is like an education and i don't know so now i know who med and guilty simpson are and that was really like cool but like i i know i'd seen guilty simpson on something we've covered and i guess med's been there too and sometimes it's hard to remember all the features but i think it's cool that like one day it'll be like we well, know I, them all i think i think actually it's safe to say because i was looking through some of the track lists and i found some some songs some information um they work with exile yeah. So I feel like we it, it would be safe to, and they also have a feature with Blue as well. Yeah. So I feel like it's safe to say it may be one of that kind of like group them. No, but we've done a whole bunch of these like, guys. Of course, of course. Oh shit, somebody's on 86. Guilty Simpson is on 86 Witness by Sean Price and Small Professor, which I reviewed. I was dope because the production crew shouted me out on that one, which was fucking dope. But yeah, so I did know Guilty Simpson. I feel cool to remember him. I remember his voice. It's so distinct. Anyway, that's... That's kind of what we're doing here is just showing we like have heard of them, but this is our, I guess, safe to say my first album of either of these guys. Mm -hmm. Now, before we jump into it, because we're going to jump into it shortly, we have to talk about the lack of lyrics on the internet. This is the genius speech. Um, genius is like, in my opinion, the Wikipedia of lyrics. It is the genius of lyrics and people can annotate it, and it's like a social media. And if you comment, you get IQ. It's very fun. You know what's very sad? When really dope-ass artists drop their shit and maybe Genius doesn't pay their people to... Like, they have people that they pay to transcribe lyrics, but they're worried about, like, Drake and hot shit. Nobody's necessarily looking at M.E.D. and Guilty Simpson, apparently, because their lyrics are not up after two weeks, right? And then I look to the fans and I go, none of y'all, not like one of y'all could have done it. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. Please don't take it disrespectfully. It's just... 
it t- it takes a long time to upload lyrics, like an hour, easy to do, like a proper song, verify it, validate it, all that shit. Maybe 30 minutes. Maybe I'm exaggerating. I don't really know how long it'll take you. But by having the lyrics on the Genius site encourages the likelihood that people will notice it and give it buzz because them kids, they read the lyrics site on everything. So, I mean, I know there's this desire that everybody and their brother is just going to listen and appreciate it and all, but it took me like two years to get my head around being able to just listen and catch it, all that shit, you know? It's a skill. Genius is a great life hack to get you to that point in less time. So if y'all want to see motherfuckers like M.E.D. and Guilty Simpson pop, um, a good thing to do is if you notice their lyrics are not on the site, just say take some time and put up a verse finish it and then if we all work together and we all contribute in our own ways we can give people like this shine and like we do the reviews this takes a lot of time i'm not down to do the lyric side but we i did write down a bunch of lyrics in each song that i could um but i'm just it's just a suggestion to the fans to give these guys an extra little bit of a boost in their search engine optimization viability and easiness with people who might not have the patience to listen just to appreciate how brilliant they are as writers well i feel like maybe the artists themselves should have like some type of responsibility of putting out lyrics as well like just because like i feel like like these guys they have something to say like and we'll but, get into it and they have like, messages but it's like how am i but like really is it the art best use of an artist's time and resources right. to be uploading like this to me should be fan driven me as a person i don't mind uploading my own shit because it takes i already all of my writing's digital mm-hmm. but imagine it's not imagine you have all these fucking notes or imagine like you don't even have the note with the words on it it's been a year yeah and then it's you just, just got to head yeah. now you have to listen to it and transcribe it and you know it's it's a time consuming process so i don't want to like i don't want imply that anybody has to do this right i'm saying that if anybody on the guilty simpson or med teams are like watching this and y'all have somebody that can upload the lyrics like that it would be good for your album sales in the long run just to have it there as a resource to kind of further validate to the lazy that y'all are dope that's what i'm trying to say on that note let us move into this beautiful album cover where it's a little baby of black descent in front of like a stone looking wall like a concrete wall may i say because it's a child of the jungle the concrete Concrete jungle jungle. i just wanted to do that and it really sets the tone and it really looks like this is going to be an album telling you a story about a series of, of an environment of what it's like to have been born into this environment and to like grow up here and giving you a little painting and a landscape of just maybe something that a lot of people may want to pretend isn't real but this concrete jungle situation which is the big city urban complexes uh the hood is another way to put it uh which strikes me no the kid doesn't look happy he does look like he's gonna knock me out like and, and that he could take me in that fight and i feel like that's that that screams a message i feel like kids are generally happy generally smiley laughing or whatever but like when you have the title child of the jungle and you already kind of get that feeling of like the environment and this and that and to see this kid's face just like already filled with kind of like despair and already kind of like not really have that glim in the eye like that glisten or nothing it really kind of gives you that like there we're not coming from a happy place like we're not really happy to 
they might be happy giving us the message and and, and the stories, but I feel like the atmosphere, at, at, like the the feeling of this is but like it's not. They're trying to let you know this is not a happy story. <clears throat> this exactly. is a real story. It's a good way I think to put it. Anyway, um, are you? Do you have more to comment here? No, it's a very Chris. Chris, are you feeling mad? No, I'm happy today. So I believe I was telling you how the the lyrics aren't available. So that creates a challenge where I have to write down stuff I heard, and I might have heard it wrong, and I'm not maybe the best transcriber of hip hop lyrics with slang talking about things I might not have ever heard of. So so if I fucked up. My bad. On that note, Mr. Christopher, what did you think of this track? Well, right off the bat, I thought it had a really great intro beat. Um, I get this kind of funky feel. I get this old school type of feel as well. Like, right off the jump, this doesn't sound like anything 2019. And I say that in terms of sonically. Like, the flows kind of feel old school. The way that the rapping is still kind of feels like more old school even the beat selection and the way that they kind of bring it in it, it just feels like 90s early 2000 like there's still that essence of like original authentic hip-hop if you want to say that um but i didn't get like hints of like your modern trap your auto tuny or that like that so it was a really kind of refreshing sound in a way to kind of bring it back in a new 2019 album um, <clears throat> I think this one is produced by Madlib. I might be wrong, but Madlib gets shouted out right at the beginning. And Madlib's pretty fucking brilliant, so his brilliance definitely shines through on this work of <clears throat> this beat. Um, so, at first, I was really excited for the song. Uh, the flows are just insane. Like, they're really just technically good like just the way they play with the syllables the way they put their words together and the way they make their senses it's great um i kind of got a, a hint of what the song might be about in terms of the chorus uh it kind of goes like kind of feels like a hater song people are hating on them because they're like people are mad that they're balling and that they have money and that they're kind of out here talented and stuff so the chorus kind of gave me the premise of the song itself um the verses themselves kind of have like a little bit of knowledge and some bars as well um, on verse one, I I think it's Med. No, it's Guilty Simpson. <laughs> Is it? Deep ass voice. Oh, yeah. Um, he goes, pulling my own weight because relying on another is sealing your own fate. Yeah, it's a goodie. And I really like that line. I really like the way he said it. I like the way he presented it. And it, it has this kind of like, I've overcome that need to find uh to, to to rely on other people but it's even like more than that right it's that like the social responsibility of success comes from building your own shit and that if you rely on other people for your success or you go ahead and wait for other people to build you up you're sealing your own fate in the sense that you'll never actually have it and that the only way to do it is to like build it yourself absolutely um so that was something that really kind of came that kind of stuck out with me um and then I kind of felt like there was also just a bit of bars in terms of like flexing. We're kind of like, this is why we're the best. This is why we're kind of dope out here. Uh, verse two, there was some lines that I caught. Um, I like when he went, every verse murdered swinging tomahawks, hating what I'm making got me breaking the vault. That was pretty cool the way he said that. I like the imagery of like the tomahawks being thrown and he's kind of murdering MCs with the bars and stuff. So that was cool. Uh, I like how... 
I, I like just how he went like what I'm making got me break got me breaking like that was just like the syllable play was nice and then I like when he went uh, still faming on the opposition five gears shifting and I, I, again it's more of just the way he said it it kind of sounds hype it kind of proves that like it kind of alludes that he's got cars he's got five gears he's probably like you know balling out uh he's not really dealing with the ops or the opposition so he's not kind of like paying mind to them uh something i really really got from these guys though off the bat is this type of boss mentality and in the sense of just they're very kind of nonchalant with what they're saying they're kind of just saying it and there isn't like yeah they have their flair and their animated and uh, hyperactive and, and like they, they got that energy but the way that they use that energy to, to present the music it, it's kind of like yeah we out here we doing we gotta do distance such and such is the move such and such is the case and i really like that type of boss mentality of being focused and, and, on, and on that so um overall i really like the song and i gave it a 4.5 on five so uh, yeah i mean it comes in and i mean there's a there's a stark contrast between guilty simpson and med that i think makes it really good to listen to so guilty man this guy comes in with this slow well-paced and i want to talk about how good his timing is as in he can just say a sentence and then hold down a pause and then like leave the beat open for like a little break like other rappers would just be filling it in with an ad lib but he doesn't have to He's giving you the opportunity to like ponder on whatever line he just said. And he says a whole lot of brilliant shit. Like a, a lot of the stuff I quoted is just the start of the verse because it was freaking, it's not my favorite thing to do, uh, transcribing, I mean. But uh, me and my dogs put in work. And it's like a little pause. Like then he goes, make tracks like a foot in dirt. And that's actually really clever because what do feet when they're walking through dirt do? They make tracks and what did him and his dogs do when they put in that work they make tracks that motherfucker was called the double entendre it's no but it's really like well written but right. it's, what i also like about guilty simpson is there's not like this hella hyperbolic flair it's like let's be real make tracks like a foot in dirt that's some regular ass shit. but he makes it sound so fucking fly and so fucking hard and to quote Chris, so fucking boss. I really appreciate it. And this rap shit, something like dessert. And you're like, okay. So it's delicious. It's sweet. It's an enjoyable thing. Icing on the cake. I'm like, that isn't the most creative thing to put there, but it really works. Like it fits and it hits the rhymes and it's all great. Ain't no breaks. We speed through. He's he's who you fear. So say your prayers for a redo. You know, like, and it's just got this, like, damn, they're confident. They know exactly what the fuck they're doing. They're consistently pushing forward. Um, then, you know, another line I really enjoyed is, all you fake friends can die slow. Quick death means you miss guilt's highlight show. And he just, like, he doesn't want you to just die. He wants you to slowly and agonizingly watch him rise to success, come up over the top, become absolutely ridiculously great so that the haterness oozes through you and consumes your soul and then die slow and painfully. <laughs> and, and it's just then die. Yes, it's what it is. And then uh, the hook is pretty dope. It's kind of what it is. Um, it's a little scratchy. It's, it's classic sounding. I feel like it's very classic sounding and it's nice. Yeah, it's got that DJ type feel to it, that like little break and scratches. So I had a problem with MED. Um, I feel like Guilty Simpson is absolutely stunningly clear. 
every syllable, every word. There's a lot of things MED said that I struggled to pick up and I kept having to rewind it as I was writing shit down. And I don't know if that was the mixing, that was just my ear or whatever. And it just made me feel a little bit like I liked Guilty Simpson more just because it was so much easier to hear what he had to say. And I feel like in some cases, like Guilty just sounds like he's loud and he's on top of the beat. And then MED is just more like, in the beat you know i don't know if you know what i mean so i did have the same type of feel as well um i kind of struggled with med as well but i don't think it's because of the mixing i think that i like guilty simpson because he's simple and simple in the sense of me and my dogs put in work no but like like, so like but it's not that med because i'm saying that med he has more of the big word flow I don't know it, if that's... I'm talking literally, like, the volume. Okay, because like that was the, my thing. The like, way that the mids and his voice were so similar, it was, like, sometimes hard to pick up, like, parts of his flow. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't... I'm not trying to be, like, an excuse to giver here. I'm just explaining my experiences with the mix because we're reviewing shit. Uh, but I still picked up bars because I, I felt like it was worth doing. And I noticed that MED likes to floss a little more. Uh, still faming on the opposition, five gear shifting, he limping off pop his top like sweet lifting. It's metaphysics what I spit, West jurisdiction, ain't trying to kill but I'm twitching. My niche keep nicks, smoking stench and, hi- and a hieroglyphic script. And I was like, man, the fact that he is mixing up the like $8 words with the other side of the more urban vernacular is truthfully fucking impressive writing. And it's it's just next level. I relate to Guilty Simpson's tone and mission a little bit more, but it's almost like you got that calmer, slower, wise thinking type guy and that more flashy, aggressive, like on the grind. He's still wise, don't get me wrong, but different kind of wisdom kicking on through. It's like two separate styles of the same thing. And I really enjoyed the way these two songs work together. I mean, the essence of the song is we fly, you mad because we winning. And I get it, man, because both these guys sound legitimate as fuck to me. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but sometimes you hear rappers rapping and you're like, Something there's something preposterous about cooking up dope with an Uzi. Like anybody that like values money probably That's not a fair line. They made a song with little Uzi and if you listen to it like really quickly, cooking up dope with little Uzi. Okay. So it's like a it's like a call into the feature, but it also works with cooking up dope with the Uzi with the gun. So back to that point. <laughs> it's just it's such an imp- I mean, yes, cooking up dope with little Uzi is fine. But like if we think about the idea of Yeah, like, yeah. It's just a weird use of a gun when you could just kind of use a spoon. Well, no, I would. Well, no, because then I can make the argument of they're in a crack house cooking up dope and they have the Uzi there to protect them from the crack fiends. So why would you put it in? Because you're taking it super literally, which I understand, which I do understand. But I, I think, you that know that's what, you know what? Of- Neither MED or Guilty Simpson did gave me that feeling fair on any part of this album fair there were no lines that made me feel like this is some preposterous shit like they didn't say ratatouille I'm, i don't know why i'm going off i like i really like bad and bougie at this point that's growing on me but what i'm saying is is i know that the amigos may actually be very legitimate but there's something about their grandiosity that just feels so not like this this sounds legitimate to me this sounds like guys who 
like you don't really hear them bragging about a life per se they're just guys bragging about putting in work to achieve some means that aren't afraid to do some shit to you if you cross them they give so off that vibe it sounds like it sounds like instead of kind of talking about your end result like a lot of Migos is like, I got You're the right. bag, I got the money, well said. and it's the end result. And of these guys are about the process, about yeah. how they're getting it. That's great distinction. Maybe that's the difference between the real ones and the fake. The guys is just about, oh, I got this, etc., etc., and there's nothing else to them. Versus guys who are like, I have to put in work to achieve a goal. And then when the guy gets the goal, he's just one of those dudes who's real. So all of a sudden, there's a new goal and a new goal. Like, look at Jay-Z as an example. Mm -hmm. He got real rich and real famous and said, fuck it, I'm going to be a black billionaire. That's a goal. Now, he's when he achieves that, what? You don't think he's going to say, I'm going to make a trillion? Right. You know, like, that's just how it should work. So... You're always watching this person go through some kind of grind. And, and I don't know. Maybe we're just kind of getting lost on a side point. Still, I like the fact that an album can evoke those kinds of feelings on a person. I gave this song, though, a 4.25. While I really enjoy Guilty Simpson a lot, a lot, M.E.D., I enjoy. Don't get me wrong, but a little bit less. I just feel like, I don't know. This song didn't really hook me. I was like, this is really talented and really well done and really well made. Nice. But there are other songs on this album I think I like a little bit more. It's a strong introduction. Don't get me wrong, but it's 4.25 on 5 is not a bad grade. It's just what it is. Um, why don't we move on, though, while I have visions of supper after this podcast? <laughs> so what I came to realize is that in terms of what Guilty Simpson and MED do, they do really, really well, and they very much stick to what they do in this bar-driven, kind of painting pictures of environment and different things type flows. Like, it, it really reminds me of that 90s hip-hop where, like, you'd have a bunch of rappers describing shit through allegory and metaphor. Um, right. Mixed in with a lot of truth. Don't get me wrong. Like, yo, I started with pennies, puffing Newports, passing Henny. Sorry, this is Guilty Simpson starting us off. All about taking what we wanted, like, gimme. Never had... I mean, that's, like, look at that line. All about nothing. taking what we wanted, like, gimme. And the truth is, if you really think back to your life, when you were young, as a kid especially, like, even as a kid, it was always, gimme, 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 I want it, I want it, you know? Right. And so he's just like, yo, it's that basic. But it's, it's not even... I don't want to... It's not just basic. It's like the way he says gimme, there's a pause in the verse. Oh, it's like he pauses. It's like he he kinda acts it. So he goes, starting with pennies, puffing newports, passing penny, all about getting what I wanted. Like gimme. gimme. And it's like you can see him really reaching out and trying to take yeah. it. And I like and that emphasis. Like, never had much to offer, but the blue collar way to make a dollar. Hey. That elbow grease and dedication. Somehow, some way I keep pacing. Wishing I could use that time to keep wasting. And man, that I can relate to, right? Because, well, I'm not so blue collar no more, but I was. And when you at that workplace, and I mean, the problem with blue collar is the lack of actual financial gains. So it's not like you're able to make more money like you can in white collar, which is more possible, but... You still go to work. an update. Blue collar, white collar. Blue collar is like manual labor, factory jobs, you know, all that kind of shit. Okay. White collar is like office jobs. So like a call center is a, is a white collar job. Even It's a kind of hybrid, but it's more white collar than it is blue because you're not really using your body on the line. You're not really working with that shit. So you can just picture him in like some town where there's like a factory or like back in the day, the coal mines. It's like mm -hmm. this dirty ass, grimy, dredge of society work. 
I don't mean that disrespectfully to blue collar people. I fucking love blue collar people. Y'all are the realest motherfuckers out there to me. Um, I work in white collar America. It's it's just what it is. It is not the most pleasant place. <laughs> I have to smile when I talk about white collar America. That's the kind of place it is. <laughs> I mean, uh, so I really respect that because you just picture this environment where people may not be very rich, and but people work very hard, and there's a lot of ethic into that shit, you know. But while you're at work and you're putting in that thing for less money than your work, your brain is just fantasizing about uh, walking my thoughts through the possibilities and the potential is killing me. The what ifs, the pros and cons, skating thin ice on the frozen pond. Me and paper got the closest bond. I love the MC, but not enough to do this shit for, re- for free, slick talker. And I thought that was really cool. Because as he's flowing through, dreaming about his life, he realizes, as I think many people do, as much as you love making art, is it really worth doing it for free? Fuck no. If there was like a 0% chance I could make money off of that shit, I, I don't think I would just do it and publish it. I would just write it for me and nobody else would hear it. And then it's like a little a project. But anybody that's putting their shit out on a regular, putting thousands and thousands of dollars in albums and shit, like, should they really be performing it for free? I don't know. Even if they're trash, man, if you give them a little $50 or something, Maybe they'll they'll feel encouraged to get better. I don't know. Maybe we've got the whole shit backwards right now. But I really I really like that. I like the fact that he has self value. He actually has the discipline to go do things he might not want to do to achieve his bigger goal. He has a vision and he's fucking talented and shit. And then you have uh, Georgia and Muldrow singing on the chorus. It was nice. I don't have a lot more to comment on her. Med definitely follows suit on the topic. While you think gallons of ink uh, wrote the four seasons, pinks uh, the pink tour visas to let the world see beaming lights, odds even the key of life. When you buy what you like and never see a price, when your mom quit the job, tell her bills are mines, doing fine, never walking, doing fine for never walking a grad line, and you really like. At the sense of them being on tour and actually achieving all this shit and having the success through the music and like maybe finally paying the bills or paying, you know, dealing with their, their parents and, and providing for them and really just kind of coming through after such a significant period of putting in work on a grind. And you just get that sense of satisfaction that these are guys who have committed to these visions, which really coincides with all the success stories of how you're supposed to get there to visualize your future 10 years from now and work backwards. How can you achieve your goals? And then basically, if you do the math backwards, you figure out what you have to do every year to get to where you need to be. Um, so I also like when he goes, when you focus hates another form. Of, when your focus hates another form of pep talking, and I re- I like that because you're committed to your grind, and people have all these pep talky speeches and shit that they give you this good advice that. Makes a whole lot of sense if you're trying to achieve what that person is trying to achieve. But often you're trying to do your own thing, which is completely different. And I don't know. I don't like to take advice from people who aren't extremely successful or at least relatively successful in specific fields that I want to be in and only in their advice in regards to those kinds of things. So I really appreciated that because I like focus. Basically, yeah. I like this one a lot more. This one really hit me in a more positive, like it got me thinking kind of way. Uh, They're both very talented MCs. 4.5 on 5. Nice. Um, So this song kind of gave me a lot to think about. And it's kind of what I want to show. I want to show this song to a lot of people I know. And a lot of like people who are kind of upset that I don't really chill with them anymore because I'm doing all of these things and trying to, you know, get myself on that track to achieve my visions and my goals and my dreams. 
And the way that I kind of took the song is like they're kind of reinforcing the reason that all of this worked. They're kind of reinforcing the ambition and the fact that they had re they had visions, whether it's as a kid, teenager, however old, that they wanted to attain. And something that kind of happens to me on a daily basis is that, you know, I'll go to work, I make friends at work, I meet, make bonds, whatever, and suddenly, you know, people want to go out, chill and do all this stuff, which is cool, cool. Social interactions are great. But, you know, with the podcasting and everything, I have a very limited schedule in terms of having to get stuff done and, and, and making sure we're up to date. And a lot of the times I catch myself going like, sorry, guys, you know, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. And it tends to seem like they're all kind of mad at the fact that I can't come out tonight. I can't do this. Now, as much as I feel like, oh, you know, thanks for, you know, like it, you guys are going to miss me. And, I, and that, that, I guess, makes me feel good or whatnot. But it's the other fact of I'm out here living my dream. I'm chasing my visions. And I have this type of ideology that is like, there's a there's two types of people in the world that I kind of see it people who have visions and people who don't and if you don't really have visions and you kind of just want to work and go home and watch Netflix and play games and just kind of live life I don't think you really understand what it's like to be like oh yeah you're done work no I'm not I'm going to record for the next four hours like my Saturday's still continuing you're going out to dinner I'm going to have to go record it's like the value and the priorities are different. And that's kind of what I took from this song is that they're like kind of explaining how we stuck to our goals. We stuck to our vision and our ways of doing things. And this is the result. And that's really what I kind of took away from the whole track. Um, you quoted a lot of the lines that I wanted. So I'm not even going to go over those. But I did like how on the hook... Uh, it was like, I had a vision, gave it all. I got, uh, I gave it all I got. Now that's living. And that really stuck out because, you know, when you do give your everything into something and you feel that passion and that dedication and, and you're like, you're just happy. Like you're genuinely happy about what you do for something or some project. Like there's no better feeling, at least for me, there's no better feeling than like, dropping a hot freestyle or releasing a song that's really good or like you know people give good feedback or whatnot so that 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 was that's kind of how i took that line and that was also really good uh and in verse two i like another line where it was kind of cocky uh we used to believe now we the new conceited and it's like okay that's awesome the way you're kind of taking ownership of what you have and the fact that you can be conceited because you've put in this work you've made the journey you've gotten this far like there's certain things where you can kind of be like yeah well fuck it it's my life i'll do what i want so it was awesome um overall the energy was great i like how they have that sense of determination i gave the song a 4.5 you know what, chris that's dope you know what this reminded me of action bronson that's what it made me think oh, shit. of. I, I, I went to Nas. That's that new shit. Brap, brap, shit. I don't know. Something about that just made it sound like Action Bronson or Ghostface Killer. Just that kind of. I don't know if it's actually them, but I don't know. Just that's what it made me think of, like an Action Bronson record. Um, kind of reminded me of the opening of uh, Nas, the Illmatic. The way that, like, they're kind of like, come over here. And they're kind of in the playground and whatnot. Like, that voice. It kind of reminded me of that. So. I, I don't know. I just heard. 
in my head, I heard Action Bronson just kind of spitting me how there's some new shit in life, and this is that because you had dope before. It's some good. This other we you had us. We're good music. We done our shit. We proper. Here's the new version. Bump that shit. Brap brap. I mean, yeah, it's a dope beat. I don't know. I guess it's just a little break to introduce it. I wasn't sure what to do with this little skit thing, so I gave it a 4.1. It sounded really nice. Did very little for me. I ended up giving it a 3.7. Um, I thought it was cool. I just think that it was a little too early to kind of have this type of break. I mean, it's like, what, the third song? Yeah, it is. it's the third song. <clears throat> now, the other part of me is kind of going, maybe it's setting up to be like there's gonna be dope stuff that we're gonna talk about now maybe like drug related or you know dope in terms of bars uh or maybe it could be like the last two songs were dope and then they're just giving you that kind of like they're literally just giving you that smoke break feel also like maybe if we think about the concept of child of the jungle the the skits here are just the little in environmental cues that like a kid's gonna actually hear you know like maybe while that's being said about the music it also is the type of language that you might hear as a kid and being a child at a concrete jungle right so anyway i gave it a 4.1 it's it's fine um yep next the hundred hundreds is next so this one has med starting us off instead of guilty simpson and that beat is funky old school like your head bopping you almost can picture a car bopping you know like boom to the you know like the cars bouncing <laughs> the bouncy cars because like i'm in montreal quebec where bouncy cars are illegal i know they're not called bouncy cars but if we really think about it do we not make the cars bounce with the hydraulics are they not are they just low riders aren't they just bouncy cars i like it i bet there's a whole bunch of kids out there who agree with me and call them well bouncy let's have cars. a poll or do you rather prefer bouncy car or is it considered low riders that just jump i don't know or, you let us know in the comments or do you know what i'm going with bouncy cars because i can't have it in my city so fuck that i'm just going with bouncy cars but it's definitely like you just feel that energy popping in yeah and then there's a guy whose name is cocaine spelt with k's so that he gets around sensors but it's just cocaine and i believe he's the singy dude on the hook because i i'm guessing i hope that's who it was because i couldn't figure it out otherwise but um i realized that this is about like like being legitimate yeah. and being 100 percent authentic yeah. which is definitely fitting for this project uh in terms of the type of mentality of how to like survive that environment you know mm. but fuck is it bouncy like New wave, new days, shady something, keep two trays. MED need a Rockefeller chain. She let me hit, then I J on the dame. I believe that he's implying jizzing with that J. Like he's he's blasting in her face or something. Hate it or love it, money is the game. You can't ball without, I think he says, balls in your hands, boy. Party ain't a party till sun walk. I was trying hard here, I'm sorry. The party ain't a party till I walk in? I don't think that's what he says, though. I think he says like something else, like, or like, to, like the sun's waking up. The sun walks, like it goes down and it becomes nighttime. Oh, that's what I took at least. Uh, something make her fall on a hard on, or until the sun walks, as in waking up. Ah, uh, maybe. Oh, okay. Off the leash, so damn west that I headed back east, three sixty to Long Beach. I'm like, I just love the way he flows this shit and the way it just sounds, and it's really like. It just feels kind of flossy, like they're enjoying their shit. They're 100% like loving the success that comes from this whole situation. I think it's um, 
this song kind of gave me that um that feel that again more of that boss more of that being authentic and original to yourself um and then uh guilty definitely does the second verse uh you know i took out from my own trying to get back to the love showing because i'm real because the beat kicks in i like i love how he plays on that shit i expect him to be the same way if i'm gone put faith in me that way i know who to blame if things go sour so i really if not i'm gone because yeah so basically what he's saying there is um i try to keep it real i expected people around me to be real and i put my faith in myself so if things get fucked up i have the accountability to blame myself you know um on second thought something get limited when you violate hours don't make me flex my power did my share of negative i'm tired of it glad nobody died of it now it's studio time where we vibe a bit but i hide the clip inside the whip can never be too safe i guess it's a blessing each time i take a breath and again you got that simplicity to what he's doing guilty simpson where he shows his accountability to himself and has shifted his thinking away from maybe a more negative toxic environment into something more positive like the music but there's still that real threat that exists in his life something that's always on his mind so he's so appreciative of his life and i think like it just oozes on through and again it's like two perspectives where med is kind of seems like he's more of a fun guy you know he's a little more of a conventional flossy kind a guy where uh guilty simpson just seems to be so into like that deep power type shit and i really appreciate that contrast so i mean the hook is nice i gave this one another 4.25 nice uh i really like this song i really like the feel to it i like the energy i like the bump um it's it's just really it, it really kind of just takes you on that vibe um the funkiness and the sound is great i it really kind of just like kind of caught me off guard in a really positive way like it was just super different um the the chorus by uh, i i also assumed it was cocaine uh was just it was just different like it just the the, the way that the vocals came in and, and the way that they kind of just chopped it up and kind of went a little bit quick but also slow was just really cool um i like how they were discussing that he's able to go from like east coast to west coast and nobody really cares uh because that really kind of shows like he's legit and he kind of handles himself and he knows how to adapt to different types of areas um so that was cool uh i didn't really catch many lyrics from this song i you're not gonna lie i got distracted by the actual vibe of the track and i just caught myself kind of dancing to the song over and over and over again uh it's got a good beat it, it's really good like it it's really really good and i kind of feel like they were just kind of like flexing on the track in terms of like explaining why they're they're being real and and what it is to just be yourself and really work at being true uh but i left it with a 4.7 it it's good it's really really good i enjoyed it don't get me wrong i just i don't know either way dedicated is the next song i'm dedicated to being honest with this shit I really like this one, man. This to me, this beat is just next level. It really steps up. Plus, it's one of those tracks where the production is like fucking diverse in shape. It's like uh, the beat flips up all in the middle. It's like when Med's doing his uh, part, and overall, I was just like enthralled with it. Like I really felt the groove and the vibe of it. But meanwhile kind of starts off and they're like hyping and kind of talking about over each other a bit and i love how guilty simpson's like no excuses you know find a way to make her through this shit and it really shows that when they're talking dedicated 
It's about being dedicated to your grind and your getting to where your goals are. We already know that there was some visualization required, right? Yeah. So we've set up a preface for what you have to do to get there. You know, you got to keep it 100. You got to be pure. You have to uh, figure out your plan. And now you have to stick to that shit and remain dedicated to it in order to achieve. But I like how both the verses start with, like, I hate that it had to come to this, you know? Kind of giving a little consistency. But in Guilty's version, it's, uh, broke nights game planning with my main man sick and tired of the barely getting by plotting a way to raise ban uh, bands for the name brands smoking good but i'm barely getting high barely getting why some people contend with no goals and struggling to eat i couldn't live with myself nothing on the rent even if i had to get it in the streets and then it kind of flows on from there but just to give you like a taste for what he's doing with it and it's like He's looking around and he's, I mean, his guy are figuring shit out. Maybe they're crossing certain sides of the law. Maybe they're doing some things that they don't want to be doing. But when facing the, uh, the option of not being able to handle their own situations, they're choosing whatever means necessary to achieve. Whereas baffled uh, by the idea that so many people are willing to just sit there and be complacent and not really chase anything, even if they can't afford to pay rent or even fucking eat they still sit there and don't do anything i thought that was really like powerful in general it has like that tone to it med comes on through in the second verse and he starts it off again i hate that it has to come to this swindles and misfits triple six sick with my man on my faith slip uh you can't convince him better days when it's late right the homie nodded like he going through the same shit we night shift switching transactions in the shadows for the flip my environment's broken promises liars walking fire and didn't get a tint my lady's stressy because i'm out late trying to stretch a zip Hey. And it's just like there's a couple of cool interesting things there. So just being on that grind all night, the the panic and worry of having to sell drugs to, to get by in the middle of the night because it's the only choice. But just to run into somebody who he realizes that when your rent is late and you can't pay your bills, you can't educate these people. Their faith is broken. Everyone's caught up on the darkness. And as you express your shit, it's like anyone you run into, well, they're going through the same thing you are. And this is just such a commonplace situation. I just thought this one was so real and so powerful. And I guess DJ Rome's made the beat. I'm not certain if he did something else, but it was just a really well put together song. I thought it was pretty like a standout on this project. I gave it a 4.5 on 5. I really dug it. Nice. Um So is it just me? And I could be crazy. Maybe. But does the intro to this song do not sound like Dancing Queen from ABBA? I didn't hear it. I heard it. I heard it every time I replayed the song. I was like, this has like a nice feel to it. Just the way it kind of starts up. Um, I also kind of like how there has this like 2000 to 2005 vibe to it. Like again, the music that they're picking and the type of sounds that they're using doesn't sound like anything 2019 in terms of your trappy, auto-tuny vibe. Like these are, these are kind of, in a way, I kind of feel like I'm younger again. Like, a lot of the sounds and, and and a lot of the kind of vibes that they're pulling off is making me feel like I'm chilling with my dad as a youngin and listening to like hip hop and classic hip hop. So it's pretty cool how they got that vibe. Um, <clears throat> I mean, for me, this song kind of follows suit in terms of just reinforcing the fact that like, you know, they stay dedicated to their grind. They did what they had to do. Uh, but I like how they both kind of start off with this whole like, um, I can't believe it had to come to this as if in like 
the environment and and the options were so limited for them that they kind of had no choice but to stretch a zip late at night or to do certain movements or actions that they had to do and a lot of uh, and and a, more and more you know as we do a lot of these reviews it seems like a lot of the 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 issue is coming from this environment that they're forced to be in that they kind of get stuck like like this this the, the, they just get stuck there and not being able to do anything and they have to manage on their own and it's really like it's kind of heartbreaking like these it, it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like your average rapper who's yeah i'm out here selling weed because i fucking want to this is like no i'm doing this because i need to eat I'm doing this because I can't find, I don't have any other options that I've got left. I need to make a dollar. I need to make sure my family's good. And you can kind of hear that they want to be, I'm going to say better people. I'm not saying they're not. I'm saying that. See, I feel like they've already achieved better people and they're more reminiscing on that process to get exactly, there. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, exactly. Because I feel like they're, but I feel like the way they're presenting the song in terms of the, the aspect is like they want to do better but they kind of have to do with what they have right now but i feel like it's also like to be better you have to be dedicated to doing whatever yes, needs to be done even the worst of the things of course uh for me though the, f the song kind of uh, fell out of 4.3 it was great the lyrics were good the flow was good I just think that the song itself was a little bit more slower for me, per se. But All right. 4.3 is still a good mark. Well, 4.3 is almost like 3.14, which is pi. 3.14159. Might be wrong. Um, I, oh, no. Is that not what this one is? No. no it is. It is. Witness the winner begins mm. slim hunger and tenor. Bar. Oh, maybe no. I'm wrong. This is a, this is a whole Shit. song about people doing what they have to do for their piece of the pie, I got which confused. would be the money. I got no. There is one about fucking women. I got a little bit confused. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anyway, this song this song is actually pretty cool though. Shit. Like the 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 sentiment of having of getting your piece of the pie is true everybody's out right. here trying to struggle and written shit in front of me too and i just fucked up england gone you know we're all out here trying to make our bag trying to make our money trying to get our piece of the pie and the way that i kind of took the lyrics is like it's 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 not just them explaining their life but they're kind of also explaining like why they know other people in the area the hood the project the, the ghetto whatever you want to consider it to be the environment they're also doing what they do whether it's like robbing you jacking you know fighting selling drugs whatever they're doing these actions in regard because to them this is how they're going to get their piece of the pie and it kind of has this like this this ominous feel of just like everybody's kind of so into their own zone and just doing what they're doing in their own like because they because they feel like it's the right way to get to what they think is what they want and i kind of feel like like uh med and guilty simpson are kind of going like you can achieve your part you can get your piece of the pie you just need to do it on like you need to find your way of doing well it. i mean it's almost like it's a perfect follow-up to the last track which is like dedication so you put in all this fucking work and then you have pie which is more a little bit the the reward that comes right. from, or at least the dream like like i feel like in this sense it's like they're still out there grinding but they're picturing exactly mm -hmm. what it's going to be like or they're kind of living it it's not necessarily clear but i like that because it creates this 
connectivity to it like part of them is superhero and part of them is still regular person all at the same time right uh in verse two uh the, and these are the, some of the lyrics that kind of made me think of this uh which is uh guilty does verse two so he goes we used to down 40s in the hood with the hoods that are down for me so you got a sense of loyalty you got a <sighs> sense of kind of just chilling out having a good time uh look around shorty this all we got beat up blocks so it's like you really get that sense that like they really don't have much like they're kind of implying like we got beat up blocks we got beat up this like, it's, it's not like happening fiends taught to get high as a serious tower stories busy motherfucker make an hour for me you owe me that debt you got is killing you slowly yeah that was something and i, I thought it was like interesting right because in the sense that if you don't pay him he's gonna fucking get you but also everyone kind of has debt these days and it's literally adding stress to our lives which is literally killing us all slowly uh, but don't let it make you distant. We do an edibles courtside watching the Pistons. Cross you better, uh, cross me better be Christians. Keep your sneaky disses because I'm never be listening. Cross me better be Christians. That was cool. It's like you better be like fucking good people because you're gonna die and you're going up. You know, you better be ready for no, that. But, shit. Like, well, cross the Christian cross Jesus. But it's also like yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, Anyway, it's, cool. it's really well written shit, and like I'm really fucking feeling it. I mean, guilty's proper. I'm not even gonna lie but like i really just we used to down 40s in the hood that was down for me it's just it's such a cool rhyme because in the hoods becomes almost like a centerpiece to the same rhyme right before and after it that's fucking creative i don't see that a whole bunch i'm certain that people watching the comic can think of a whole bunch of examples but i don't see it a whole bunch and then you got med who has like again a different tone on it but like when is the winter begin? Slim hunger and tender. Born sinners committing crimes, then join killers. Snakes slithers pillage with the young dope dealers. Bundle we gon' sell it to something. Keep it trillis. Bubble champagne spilling. Early PM trying to cope. Eyes closed. See my death. Deep breath. Praise the Lord. We live and dig in the grave. Mixing weed and it just flows. But I feel like MED just paints this landscape of like these kids in this environment where they're learning all the worst things from the worst people because this is what you have to do because it's cold and it's dark and you're hungry and you got it whatever it's just it's just paints it really well with the imagery um champagne sitting on ice all i need is a wife is how he ends the verse and i'm like so so once you get it out what's also still important is that love and companionship like it isn't just completely vapid like they, there is substance to what they desire and shit mm -hmm. um and you just feel like why they're chasing money what they'll do with it it's got a great push to it uh joyce rice sings on it i believe and uh overall i gave it a 4.2 i thought it was like a good song it's not one of my favorites but it's also really well made and really enjoyable i left the song with a 4.3 i think the same i think it's a really good track the the imagery and the type of like concept they're trying to bring to the table is really well done uh i just i just feel like the song was a little bit slow for me that's it like just in terms of the type of energy i like having on music all right chris we're gonna have outside have a little smoke break yeah so it's got this really old school beat playing for like uh, just over half a minute you can kind of hear like everybody something in the background but i couldn't really make out what the other word was and it's just like a little hard beat maybe it's like everybody just, get down if you if we're gonna like maybe kind of think of like the environment and stuff maybe they're like just, like it literally says something don't know what it is um it could be everybody get down but either way i give it a four um 
like i'm not 100 percent certain the purpose of it on the project but i guess it's a little break from the rapping and everything just a little jam of like environmental nuance maybe i don't know I, I, it's fine i give it a 3.8 i thought it was cool um i think that because i had the same feeling as well like i i didn't really know some like some of the skits so far i was kind of just like they're just there but i think that for me i feel like because you don't there's no lyrics there's not not a lot of lyrics you might want to repeat the song a bunch of times to kind of really understand and try to really hear what they're saying so i guess they're maybe like giving you kind of breaks between the album because let's be clear at like a first second third listen there's it's, it's still pretty heavy to digest like but these like, it's so short and it just like i don't know what the point is like a smoke break i guess i don't know i mean maybe like like if i understood the greater purpose or like how it connected to songs I, it would make sense to me but to me it's just like okay that, that was there and it sounded okay nice 3.8 i don't know um the next one though i have a different feeling about it's called lock and load this beat is stellar it's got all sorts of really fast drummy bits in it it's it's hype it's just so fucking good um i don't know how to describe how much i like this beat it just like i feel like there was the first one i heard on the project that just lit me up and made me just feel like i vibed and i had to listen to this song like just from a beat perspective this might be one of my absolute favorites on this project it's just so good um the med starts us i mean the chorus is wicked it's just you get the sense that they're pushing they're just rumming like lock and low ready to fucking go and then med starts us off with lock and low blow the pocket bulge and pull stock and loans come picture me rolling bitch i don't stop and pose missing liquor with holy water guarding my soul father my low heavenly uh heavy heaven below fetty something i did it on my own didn't need a feature to lead you each his own is the beef i swing if in the beef i swing you sleep wake up realize a week is gone and he's basically rich or he's got a lot of money and he's heading out and he doesn't deal with the drama doesn't stop and pose deal with pictures and shit it's like i'm ready to go i'm fucking flying you either in it or you're not you know and i love his like alcohol reference makes with holy water it was it was kind of a nifty juxtaposition of ideas but like it's almost like the alcohol soothes his soul because that's how he copes in this situation shit um and then he like knocks you out with his shit so hard that you pass out for a fucking week and then it just flows on from there i ain't right anymore but it's just so good and then guilty comes in and does the same type of shit he he's he keeps a good full of lullabies i couldn't make out the first uh, i have a clip full of lullabies okay uh families hug and cry tough guys duck and dive hello from the other side that hello from the other side yeah that's right he yeah keep a clip full of lullabies and then yeah. then i let another fly different street same cred this something must be brain dead i keep it on me my sidekick i ride with it link that i drive with it pushing that fly shit for wannabe john wicks your axe up i'm jack's uh te- i'm jack's teller in the ma- math truck i do way more than rap tough and it's just like oh he just comes in he's unloading clips it's just tough it's just fucking heavy hitting i don't know man i love this song this is one of my favorites on this album i give it a 4.75 on five i if i were going to recommend something to a lot of people that i think would like try to introduce them to these guys it would be this track for like the more hype side of people while it might not be the most lyrical lyrical one in terms of dense subject matter it's just so fun to listen to yeah, that's pretty much my my feeling towards this song as well. Um, it is called Lock and Loaded, and there is a lot of, like, 
more of a of a concept around like don't fuck with us we'll shoot you we'll kill you we, we're kind of badass and we kind of have this type of mentality but i also kind of feel like it's also alluding to just locked and loaded in terms of verses because if i'm not mistaken uh med kind of does like really tricky flows like it's not just one simple flow he goes on this double time and then he pauses and he switches up and he slows down like he's all over the verse which is hype like i kind of feel like this is one of those just tracks where it's like yo me and you were gonna write a verse and it's just bars for days and it's just whatever you have to say whatever works right whatever rhymes together whatever it is and just just have fun with the beat and that's kind of how i took this song and that's kind of what it is and it's really great really really great i left it with a 4.5 um that's it's, really it it's really great but the truth is it's all about that loyalty 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 all right so it's kung fu kenny now my resume is real enough for two millenniums a better way oh wait sorry wrong wrong loyalty wrong loyalty uh no this one starts off with med and he's like, yeah, running from my demons, bear seas, pears breathing down my neck. Uh, again, if I fucked it up, the lyrics are not on genius. This is all what I heard and transcribed. Finessing death, uh, finessing death threats, pay our own respect. G-check, keep the tech in the cut like C-sections. I was like, that's a fucking, like, because you got to keep the tech in the cut like C-sections because you cut a baby out with a C-section. I'm like, that's fucking hard. That one, like, was, really stood out to me. Posse like the model for success. Oh, or sorry, pose like the model for success because you pose like a model, but he's the model for success. I was like, that's fucking clever as shit. Pose pray us opposite. So they don't want us to be the models for success. They want us to be the models for failures. Fuck your foes. Foes are assholes. MEDs on that Sky News views from the choppers on top of it. What the, what Just what the gossiping get because you judge ain't no one of it. Riding the bench. Friends snitching on COs playing both sides of the fence. And it just kind of flows and it really just kind of looks at loyalty, you know, like you've got your past and the things that haunt you, etc. Maybe due to a lack of loyalty and sense. And then it makes you kind of appreciate that these are unloyal people that might be coming at you. And overall, it's just kind of observing the lack of loyalty in the environment. Then there's Black Shakespeare on the hook. Um, it's kind of like this really dope owed to being pure and loyal you know with the consequences of what happens otherwise and i love his voice um i'm pretty sure he it's him i clicked on his other stuff on spotify and it seemed like he was the guy with the the more caribbean sounding accent um so i really liked what he did i thought he brought a whole life to this track um guilty kicks in with like i had to learn folks these clowns will burn dope with the turncoats and i'm like okay that's true people will smoke weed with the little snitchy types that you shouldn't be fucking around with mad because i earned those so they turned foe found out the hard way but i learned though valuable lesson taught without a second thought that list that i was checking off got longer weakness got stronger wrong or right if it's on then it's on and it's on for life the, for betrayal when snakes play you but destined to fail all i really need is my heat and my cheese to make bail so if you fuck with him and he learned the lessons again fucked over from unloyal people and it kind of taught him some shit and he recognized some whatever but if you do cross him you end up on a list and he will take out the motherfuckers on that list and all he needs is his gun and his money to pay the bail fee after he clips you and i just felt like it was pretty fucking hard and shit and then it flows into the cook again and then big rock does this commentary describing how he's loyal but how snakes and all this shit are fucking up the game and how the whole game only really works if everyone's loyal to each other and disloyalty creates the corruption and all the dark shit that ends up happening 
and I thought it was a powerful song with a great message, a really great rhyming, good beat, everything I could probably ever fucking want in it. So I gave it a 4.5 on 5. Nice. The song is good. Um, you really get this sense of, like, understanding what loyalty is. You get this sense of, as they're kind of explaining different encounters they've had, people have kind of fucked them over, you know, snakes are doing what they got to do. Um, I kind of got this hint, and, and I played the song a couple times because uh, there was no lyrics. I kind of got this hint that at a certain point, the loyalty that they're talking about is is for me it felt like it was to themselves and to their gun in terms of like i don't trust anybody i don't like everybody's fucking around the only type of loyalty i really respect is the one that i give myself because i know that i'm not gonna fuck myself over and it kind of that's kind of what i took from the track and, and it was really cool um i don't really have much else to say i really did try to like get into it and, and try to get some lyrics but it, it i don't know I, I, f- I felt more interested in terms of like the sound of it the way they're saying it and whatnot i, I didn't really want to mess up a lot of the things they were saying or the experiences so um i kind of left it with a 4.2 i do like black shakespeare on the chorus that was great um i i enjoy how they're trying out different things and they're still staying authentic to uh, still staying true to this like old school sounding vibe like still to this point they're still kind of being unique with what they want to do and it's great all right um so the next one on kendrick lamar's album will be pride but we are not talking about that so instead we'll talk about life's good i just wasn't expecting to be talking about blue again we just talked about blue and exile with the album give me my flowers while i can still smell them we talked about blue and oh no with the long really long summer red hot title um whatever the recent album did it we done a lot of blue so here he is again on this project which is cool i like blue i'm not even trying to say it it's just i don't realize like how connected so many of these dudes are and it's kind of like cool to like see that we're starting to like discover scenes as we go through these albums but still uh i believe med starts off the first verse i think blue's doing the intro blue does blue do the first blue did the first verse guilty does the third and med does the middle so i wasn't sure whether it was blue or med who does the first verse i know blue does the i think blue does the intro like hey what's up what's good well because the way i kind of say it and, and there's a consistency with the rappers right so so far what we've what we've talked about and from from what i'm understanding guilty simpson seems to be the more like thuggish guy like more into the drugs into the dealing into the gangsterism and all that uh med seems to be more of this like kind of positive kind of like stick on the grind family blah 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 more more of just like the, the guess general aspect of things and that's how i think blue is the one on the first verse because he kind of has a whole verse about his wife like he wakes up to bacon and eggs his woman's naked like his wife his yeah, that's naked. More like MED to me but maybe i'm wrong because like blue blue like because i just don't see okay so in the second verse it's yo when life gets heavy stay ready for the circus prepare for the worst shit the lions is thirsty the word on the street is fucking eating i got 
fat last year, no eating meat this season. We still beast, kill streets with annoyance, kill the noise in the streets, fill the jeeps with knowledge and every promise I keep. Hip hop scholar to speak beats and products and narcotic with the way we distribute. I feel like it's MED. That sounded very blue to me, but maybe I'm wrong. And again, feel free to make fun of us in the comments. Like, we're gonna, this will hey, be like. You're, you're more right if it's blue than I am. I don't know. That's I mean, sure. I'll, I'll sound twice as dumb if I'm wrong because I just talked about reviewing blue a bunch, but I feel like that was blue. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. We've established that. Anyway, first, first, had a feeling today, man. I woke up in the morning, turkey, bacon with eggs. My lady made in the nude later on the plate to finish the food. I was like, okay, he's going to eat that pussy after he eats the turkey, bacon. Priorities, got that shit. Past moons wasn't easy, but the sun will never leave me. I'm good, like, far from the good life. The hood misunderstood, so give a fuck what Facebook like. Time is certain. It's looking like work is long. My job wouldn't look me in the eyes when it let me go. Okay, I have no idea which of the two it is, so we've established that. But either way, both verses kind of flow good, and you get, like, this sense of, like, in the midst of maybe some harder things or situations, they're able to find the good in it all. So life is good because they make life good, you know? Guilty Simpson has the, uh, the dreams keep flowing, freaks keep going, the weed keeps blowing, counting my dough and feels great when you're getting paid. Another show date, we on the interstate feeling proud. We can get a crowd hitting loud, holding in every hit I take. Uh, even though I can feel the hate too busy at the table with a bigger plate and they hate it. I just love the flossing. Like, we're finally out there making that money. We're finally out there touring. We're finally out there doing their shit and they don't fucking like us. And then there's like a whole bunch of little outro bits, these little like one liner little situations. Like, I like, um, even though I'm living so misunderstood or my life is good, I'm doing it the best that I could. And it's just like, the beats got this like esoteric fucking wavy feel and it just like it makes sense blues on this beat right that i can just say like it just i don't know if it's exile who made it or who did it I but think exile made pie i don't know i couldn't figure out the productions because i didn't look it up because it wasn't on genius and it was hard and, and so i was lazy but either way it just has this like spacey kind of whoa 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 that was that, that was, was a terrible fucking irritating. effect but yes. i love the effect of that beat overall this track was really enjoyable to me and i feel like there was a little lull earlier in the album but we've just slammed into these amazing fucking track after track i'm giving this a 4.5 um i really liked it oh and jay mitchell does the singy bits on it that's my thoughts. I like life's good. Because life is good if you make it. So, this is how I broke down the song. The first verse kind of seems, and I'm, I don't, at this point, I don't really care who does the verses. It's how I broke it down. <clears throat> the first verse is kind of good life, married life, got the girl, everything's kind of cool. And somewhere in the verse, I feel like he kind of leaves the house after he's had breakfast. And then, you know, I guess ate out his girl. And then he went to work Get at the studio, fired. making sure that there's like sticking up with the recordings and stuff like that. So I kind of feel like verse one was really like the rapper life. But he, he gets fired from his day job, too. I didn't that, I didn't catch that. I'm saying like from what I caught okay. in terms of the song, I feel like verse one is like the rapper life. I wake up, my girl's there, she's cooking me food. I do this, I do that. I head to the studio. I make sure the, the money's good. The recordings are good. We get the gold records and we move on. Second verse, 
I felt it was more like life is good when you're trying to improve yourself and be smarter and share and give back to the community and blah, 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 which is why I think it's med, M-E-D, more of that like knowledge and wisdom and all that. And then on the third verse, life is good because I'll kill you if you fuck with me. Because I'm not mistaken, there's like a near the end of the verse, he uh, Guilty Simpson kind of goes something about like something about getting popped or whatever. And it feels like he still has that gangster-esque feel to him. So I feel like every every individual artist is giving their reason on why their life is good in a different aspect. And it it was really cool. That that's kind of how I felt it. One was I love the gangster life. One was I love being smart and knowledgeable and sharing back. And the other one was I love being a rapper. And that's kind of how I broke down the song. And it was really nice. Um okay. overall, they all stand up nice to each other. They're all they're all performing very well the womp sound was irritating um i don't like hate it hate it but it was just irritating the frequent like the frequency of how how like it was just always there anyway uh i left the song with a 4.2 all right well the truth is the womp womp sound gave me some bliss it's all like nice and positive and uplifting and shit and then apparently it's a meme i don't hear, i don't even know what meme it is chris tell us about the meme uh okay so i don't know what the meme's called but he's i call him the whack dude it's just this black guy who i think is a skater and he's just chilling in the middle of the street and he's just like his shoes whack his hair whack his hat Holy whack sh- like i mean go on go on it's it's just holy shit <laughs> i looked up whack I'm dude i'm not crazy yeah i looked up whack dude and yeah we found it on youtube <laughs> they actually used the meme and that's exactly what dude that's exactly why this got a four or like a 4.2 because it's it's funny like i uh, mean it really like fits right because it's like you're trying to have a nice day and then this guy shows up <laughs> no he's just <laughs> me i'm tight as fuck like it's just it's it's you know what it is it really gave me this like inspir like this empowering feeling a little bit like just kind of like listening to it and being in this little vibe and then the way he's just like such and such is whack and no 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 like i was swinging my hand at it too this is whack and that is whack and me i'm tight as fuck like it really gave me that i feel cool that's how i took it it got a 4.2 I, I gave it a 4.25 because I thought it was funny. It was all like blissful and nice and uplifting. Like you're having a nice stroll and then you come across that guy and he's making fun of you. But it's also kind of like looking at it maybe from the perspective of having confidence and fun and looking at all these whack motherfuckers all around you. Either way, it was all right. This one I actually thought was like a decent skit that really kind of was nice to listen to on this project. Um, anyway, what is the next song called, Chris? Because we're running out of time damn it timing was bad on that one this one's about girls this time i'm pretty sure it's about girls because he has a line like baby couldn't put vagina on her taxes this one so yeah first one is med uh so it's like she one of a kind fine yeah something and shy i know what he said there uh every dime i got two sides she naughty and alive west side shorty sports ride with a sex drive love crimes like pricey and buy side chicks like a daddy here new whack feet hack fatty photo from the back yeah power of attraction got her lacking in true beauty bougie and fine heels louis design wealth couldn't buy self-love he bought her shit but baby couldn't put vagina on her taxes 
And it's just kind of like, you get the sense that MUD is fucking around with some uh, ladies that are into some material possessions. And I don't know, I took it a little bit like, you know, like Lil Wayne describes his relationships with women where like, I bought her some purses and she sucked my dick nine times in a row. That's kind of what I was picturing, but also like questioning the integrity of it all a little bit. Like it's kind of sad that that's your income. That's how you make your money. You can't even declare that shit, you know? And it's fine. I guess that's the type of girls he's into. Um, and then Guilty's there. Baby girl work all week. Still managed to go to work on me. And I'm like, I want the girl Guilty's guy. That girl sounds way more interesting. She's a little more independent. Still comes home. Rides his dick till he... F- you know, that's what I picture. I picture him just laying back on the couch. And that girl just bopping on him. Like a like a stripper would do. Like, you know, like the... Just straight up. The hips the, going. The like, bounce. Just straight up. <laughs> the like bounce. the non-stop. Like, like, like usually you see it a lot in like Colombian girls and shit. <clears throat> Anyway, that, that sometimes my brain just goes there, um, and I and I appreciate you because that's important to appreciate the girl bouncing on your dick. Uh, you copy that, yeah. You see the paper and the jizz hold the kids like an incubator. I don't know if that's what he said, but that's what I heard, so I wrote that down. It's like I just pictured her like jizzing. He's like, yo, hold on to that, like you know, like cause that's my kids and shit. I don't know, like or put it inside of the <laughs> vagina. Yo, just put it in your head. Just it's hold like, it. Or like it's like a cream pie situation where he blast off inside of her to incubate a baby. I wasn't sure. My type is the freaky flavor. <laughs> Put a lady in the sheets. She thought I produced the way I gave her them beats. So he pounded the pussy and boozed it all up to a point where he's basically a producer, a beat maker, because he beats up the pussy with his dick. Um, she got skeet along the 1,000 thread count sheets. I'm like, that's fair. Because like when you are intercoursing, skeet gets places. That just happens, and it ruins sheets, and you have to do lunches a lot. I love how you go... When you're intercoursing, skeet. Well, I mean, (laughs) that's what makes it more fun, I think. Uh, I like the way they chose to rap about this subject. I don't know that I'm that interested in the subject matter. I think it's an alright song. I give it a 4.1. I it was okay. They they like to fuck. Makes sense. So the song is basically both artists appreciating the one woman in their life. That's kind of how I took it. Clearly, Guilty Simpson is literally just appreciating this one girl who's kind of riding and dying for him and really got his back. Um, the chorus is what kind of gave it away with uh, Gietta Rose. Um, because in the chorus, Gietta's basically saying, I will do whatever you want if you just give me time. And I feel like in terms of the verses, they're explaining like, if you ride with me, and you kind of stick on my side and you stick around and you kind of, you know, live the type of life I live. I will be able to be there for you and provide for you and, you know, be your man. But you also need to be that woman that I need in my life. And these two women for one for one of the one for one each for the rappers. Um, I feel like they're both just giving their appreciation for the type of girls. Now, it kind of makes sense. Um, independent girl working all week comes home works on him but he all but med also kind of seems to be like the um the more of that like grinding wisdom like th- that kind of seems like the life he would have try to make sure she's good i appreciate you i love you no 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 guilty simpson 
for he's the thug he's the g so yeah it kind of makes sense that he's looking for a girl who's down to have some threesomes down to have a side bitch down to make some chops and shit it, it really they're both I, just I, appreciating the women in their life i i don't know I, I feel like guilty simpson seems to be the calmer more wise one and med's more like flashy and out there personally did i, did I get the verses mixed i may I have gotten know. the verses Gu- mixed guilty up. is the second verse with the deeper voice and med is the first verse Okay, then it's the other way. But either... Okay, so I messed up the artist. My bad. The other way around... I don't know, man. But I guess the concept concept's still the same. It's not... I don't think it's about multiple women. I think they're both just speaking about one individual woman in their life who has held them down. And I kind of get that reinforced by the chorus where it's a woman going, I will do what you... Like, essentially, she's saying, I will do what you want if you just give me time. Fair enough. And that's... That's what I got. Uh, I gave it 4.2. I thought it was cool. I thought it was just an honest kind of like, you're willing to make the effort for me. I'm willing to make the effort for you. You're willing to adapt with me. I'm going to adapt with you. And it was just nice. All right. Well, all things considered, everybody needs a liquor break after that one. Clearly. So it just sounds like a drunk dude yelling shit like, stupid bitch. Look at that. I'm provoking you, huh? You goddamn devil worshiper. You ain't got no excuse. It just sounds like a drunk or well-produced drunk rant of him yelling at this lady for XYZ reason. And um, I guess... uh, after having their moment with the shoddy, they're having a bad moment after the alcohol brings out the beast in a man. I don't know. I gave it a 3.75. I don't really feel this one. It was just fine. It was well made fine, but it was fine. So this is part two of a three-part series. Last song, they were all happy, happy, and appreciating this woman. They broke up. And now they're drinking and venting and a drunken rat. Okay. I will make the connection on the next song. This is a four. All right. So the next song, there was a little gift for us. The lyrics are on Genius as we talk about Face Down. So this really awesome rock song called Face Down starts with, Hey girl, you know you drive me crazy. One look puts the rhythm in my hand. Okay, it's not the right song again. Damn, I keep getting distracted here. God damn, old dude. This one is actually by Guilty Simpson and M.E.D. It's called Face Down. And uh, yeah, it... Chris, why don't you continue your theory that you were bringing us on? Verse 1. Hallelujah to them true moody. Look, got them unruly. Yours truly. My dollars are made of more choosy. No excuse with the foolies. Ain't ain't a treat to me. Throw stones, get two hoes on the O's to your coochie lord. She took me to another groupie on tour. Beat it sore. No rookies with the Woody Award. This seemed to be like the uh, seemed to be like we fucking hoes song. They're fucking women because they broke up with their girlfriends on the first song. Then they got drunk and now they're fucking hoes. This is why I think it's a three-part track. Just the way that the songs are kind of kind of organized together. I feel like this was the connection of the thing. Uh, after they were all in love, but broke like, up, got guilty, drunk. Guilty and now... is not talking about fucking women. That's so no more. I'm hardcore. This rap shit like co- like chores. And with competition, I'm doing floors. Attitude grew up piss poor. Gripping the four when I'm leaving the liquor store. My hit's yep. pure. Right? But no, that has to do with girls. No, but in the last yeah. song, he was drunk and having a rant. So he's probably dealing with his emotions and doing stuff while he's getting the 40 from the liquor store. I, and eventually I, he fucks a girl in his verse too. But the, but the, the guilty in verse two does not fuck a girl. 
It, he doesn't fuck a girl in this song. MED fucks the girl in this song. Pretty sure, didn't he fuck a girl in this song? Nah, I mean, MED's fucking uh, girl for sure. Eva and Jade Spade taste the fruits of war. You know, he's, he's fucking multiple girls in this song, for real. So I agree with you if you want to bring it through to MED, perhaps. Um, but this song also came out on another project like a year, back in 2018, uh, the Loyalty Project. But no, I mean, Guilty Simpson just feels like he's he's pouring through and like the rap is fucking raw, real, proper. Like I'm hammered up in the caddy truck. I got guns in the caddy. Two, two, three in the GMC, you add it up. If I had a penny for each time I sense envy, I'd be a billionaire. I can feel the stairs. People hate me. And if I had a penny, you know, like I'm not I'm not seeing your theory tra transferring over to Guilty Simpson is all I'm trying to say. Fair enough. Wind come round, hit the ground, face down. Nobody make a sound, face down. Still don't move, put the booth pounds, money when I laid them down. I don't know. It just feels like they're they're very serious people that do what they got to do and take care of the situation. I don't know. I uh, did enjoy listening to this song, but I thought it was more like, okay, this is more of like the regular of this album. It feels pretty good to listen to. Both guys are flowing proper. Kind of giving, like, I feel like Wisdom, uh, sorry, uh, Guilty has been more of that wise, calmer, I'm fucking boss, harder, and then you're going to get more of that wild party-ish kind of stuff out of MUD in terms of the split that I've seen on this album. So it seemed like really consistent to that, and I give it a 4.25 on 5. Nice. I gave the song a 4.2 as well? No, I gave the song a 4. Okay, so moving along, when we're in the VIP service, we get the ice service, maybe? I don't know, I'm never in VIP. Nobody invites me. So it starts off with this little, like, speech kind of going, authentic hip-hop or, like, real lyrics is never going to die. It's not like a fashion statement. It's not like a fad that's going to go away. They're always going to be people who appreciate real shit the good metaphor and lyricism that goes into the real shit as we'll call it um and then they kind of go back and forth on the verses which i kind of wish they did more of now that i heard this song it would have been nice to get a little bit more of this to be honest but um you get it starting out with med run up in the club uh trade up turking or something i don't know what the fuck he said how and i figured it was some slang shit i just don't know what it means uh how we send your vip to ice service silver surf into the turf white wall skirt and then split the worth over age bourbon you ain't about shit like male who sit when they piss in i'm like bro sometimes you think you're gonna take a shit and then you just only end up taking a piss and then you don't end up shitting and then you're sitting while you're pissing and what you're gonna get you're gonna get coming to do like that but otherwise, it was fine. I, I guess it's calling you a pussy inadvertently because women sit while they piss. But I'm just saying, like, sometimes you just you just feeling super you drink, lazy. You drink coffee. You feel like you had a poop. And then you just don't end up pooping. You have a little pee. And then, oh, shit. Now MED's calling you a bitch. That, that's what I'm understanding. <laughs> I mean, right? No. I mean, it was, it was well done, though. The flow is just impeccable on this. He really, really, really hits it up proper flips and all of a sudden in a guilty on verse one and i'm like oh cool they're sharing verses now there's something like the greatest how i play the block the clowns like to hate a lot but the ladies watch i had charms since pacifiers and baby socks i got the arm to do you harm when i cradle rock my cold consequences will make you hot and you realize okay it's flowing in they're harsh they dope you're not and that's kind of the essence of this song the flows are tight the beats are right everybody's into lifestyle right and it's just a nice track to listen to i give it a 4.25 again i feel like it's as good as the last one I heard it isn't on like my favorite end, but it's still very enjoyable. 
I'll be honest, I don't have much to say. It was okay. Uh, for me, this hit a four. Um, I prefer some of the other flexing tracks on the album, personally. Like, I'm not really gonna take so much time on that. It was cool. The verses were good. Um, I just, I don't know, this this just wasn't like really outstandish to me. It was just cool. Like, you know that outstandish isn't a word. Outstanding is a word. That's the word I was looking for. And it's lavish is another word if you want to use ish. Or ticklish also uses ish. It's a four. All right. You can, you can see I'm kind of fucking unpredictable. I appreciate that they buy pre-rolls. I don't know. It's just that was, that was my big takeaway from this is they buy pre-rolls. Uh, and it keeps them seminal. I don't know. Either way, uh, I enjoyed this track. I thought this was like a really cool way to end it. Like that beat is really stellar. And I feel like in general, they really like it almost like they, they saved this one for last because they knew this is one of the bangers on this project. Um, MAD starts us off again. Look, tickle down my spine, sipping moonshine, triple up, triple double ups when the moon shines. Heard they pressed me, got me stressed, homie, who lie, uh, move in silence. It's not homie, I just edited the word. Move in silence, suit and tie, handle, B.I. And I'm like, did he just drop a business intelligence? Like, did he just drop a tech term into the middle of this fucking rhyme? Or is that some slang shit? I just don't know. But I'm going to prefer to think that he's really dropping tech language in the middle of this fucking verse. And I was really happy with that. Um, knew I was a prophet moving product like a truck driver whole something get discovered from them C drivers splash think wiser Einsteiner ahead of the time had to rewind a watch like Marty McFly 2029 is my itinerary remember what I said about visualization how many yeah. years into the future it should be 10 where is he aiming for 10 years in the future this small fucker knows what's up he understands how to achieve success in life he's better at it than me for sure but i'm on the path too i'm coming homie i'm coming med and guilty simpson one day we'll chill i would like to i would personally love to hang out with guilty simpson i decided he's a guy i want to chill with <laughs> i just want to i just want to talk to him and hear him Fair. use that voice to describe some shit to me i bet he's entertaining as fuck imagine guilty simpson's like the quiet one in the corner like I don't like to talk when I'm not rapping. <laughs> anyway. Slight head nods. Yeah. Approval. That, um, so he comes in, though, guilty here with how you rolling. Let me know something. I'm all about the do Dublin. Dudes violate to so you. Line them straight. I conspire to hate while I pound my plate. You can say yes a million times, but all they'll remember is that one no. Won't be happy till your phone's low when you're on your knuckles, uh, falling off your hustle. Down the toilet like drugs go when you're in the raid and the pigs rush in. Now they're acting funny like I did something, but all I did was me sucker free. That's all I know. And I'm like, damn again hard hitting super authentic very like tough but like almost like you almost feel like he's a very fair guy and he just spit shit realistically how he fucking sees it and it's just i feel like both these guys dropped some of their best verses on this track and i thought it was really really awesome as they kind of look at how they're committed to their ship and maybe uh maybe other people aren't as, as particularly thrilled with their success and become a little unpredictable and then just to show unpredictability even further as the song's about to close out the beat just flips the fuck up into something rando. completely new completely rando good and very awesome so i ended this shit on a 4.5 and i was like damn this is how you end a good project like this very nice very nice track overall I kind of just felt like the song was them explaining how they don't trust anybody because people are just unpredictable. And it's kind of, for me, was just driving home the fact of being true to yourself, 
working on your own grind. Make sure that you've got your shit secure because you can't really rely on other people. And as things change, you get you get famous, you get older, you this, that. Life takes its toll. And it's like, <clears throat> eventually, you, you, I feel like they're giving off this message where you kind of have to learn how to adapt or you just really stick to yourself. What I kind of get more is the, we stuck to our dream. We stuck to ourselves. We didn't really try to be out here live and doing all the shit that everyone else is doing. We just stuck to our guns and look where we're at now. And that's a really great, a really great way to wrap up the entire album in terms of keeping it consistent with everything they've been saying, especially on how there's snakes and jakes and a bunch of people that are trying to just keep them down and keep them away from what they really, really want and what they can achieve. So yeah, really great. And I really like the beat change. The fact that they called it unpredictable and the beat changes and it's complete left field from what the original beat started Another with. Another way to put it, it's unpredictable. Okay, go on. Yes. Uh, it was great. It was great. I left it with a 4.3. All right. Um, so for this project as a whole, I'm giving the album a 4.29 on 5. I really enjoyed listening to it. I think these guys are very talented. Um, I definitely believe if I have to pick my favorite of the two, it's Guilty Simpson. I, I like love the way his voice sounds and the brevity and bluntness in his tone. But I also really appreciate the flair and the, the diverse vocabulary that we get out of MED. And I think together they their styles just mesh very well in a way where maybe it, it shouldn't work, but it really fucking does. The beat choices on this project are really great. Some of them might not be my preference, but nothing sounded bad. Like everything worked the way it was supposed to. You get mostly the same subject matter, but it's, it's the kind of like consistency where like while it flows and it nuances and it really is be authentic, stick to your grind, do what you got to do, understand the situation. And just a little bit of like wisdom, like it's a type of shit where if the kids are hearing it, at least they're going to get like the proper sense of knowledge and not the glorified fucking nonsense. I really liked it. I don't know. I, I would say that for those who like the street shit and who like that, like, I guess, bar driven, but not just the, the underground flashiness, but like that more authentic sound, I would say jump on this shit. It's totally worth your time. Uh, for me, in terms of wrapping up the album, I think that I'm going to actually go home and listen to the album again. Uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. And it's not, and, and I'm not saying because of like, I want to dive into it or nothing. I actually genuinely enjoy the overall sound of the album. I like the, I like where it takes you. I like the different type of feels that I got. I like the different vibes. I like the old school, authentic sounding and, 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 and kind of like the nostalgic feels, feelings and memories I get. So I, I think that this is a really good listen and they have certain flows that are nice to listen to and they're very cool technical like the technique is cool and yeah I, I just really like the album I, I don't I don't really think that I have anything in terms of like really hard hard hitting lyrics and stuff that I really want to go back to because there's a little bit of everything for somebody on this album in a very unique way so overall i left the album with a 4.2 on five all right well thank you all for being here today just know that the weather in montreal is calling for extreme rain fucking awfulness because of course we can't have a single two day in a row period of nice weather at this time of year it was nice and sunny today it was nice today but just today
and then it's going to be awful for a while. Nothing to do with this review, but just just thought you guys should know about our terrible weather in Montreal. Anyway, uh, thank you all for being here. We really do appreciate it. <laughs> Chris is like, what the fuck? Um, really appreciate you being here, uh, watching this shit, just um, supporting it because it means the world to us. So feel Honestly. free to leave any comments about anything. You can make fun of my complete random non sequiturs about nothing. That's fine. I understand how lame I am. But we can roll through all that. We can have a good discussion about the music. You can recommend some other motherfuckers we should be checking out. We can just appreciate shit together. And as we go on with this channel, we'll just learn and grow and get better as time goes on. And that's just what happens as you keep practicing. And shall I say, if we listen to the wise words of Guilty Simpsons and MED, stay dedicated to the fucking grind. Anyway, thank y'all for being here. It totally means the world. Special thanks to the patrons. Ismail Gadamsi, Chris Prado, DJ Black Hurricane, Linda Williams, and uh, fuck, um, shit. Uh, wow, Jonathan Barnes. Sorry about that, dude. And uh, this probably do help us get a new camera. They don't know it yet, but they're helping us get a new camera stand because I fucking hate the one I have now. It's terrible. <laughs> he, spent he spent like 10 minutes trying to fix it today. It wasn't that bad, but it's pretty bad. And uh, so that's coming. Uh, they also get to tell us what albums to review. So you'll see some, as time goes on, a lot of the reviews on the more classic end are being driven by Patreon. So if you want to see us review in particular albums, it's a good way to do it. Also, you just show love and inspire us, and then maybe one day we can quit our jobs and do an even better job at this shit. And that was the dream. Come on, guys. Help us quit our day jobs. And then, yeah, otherwise, if you want to hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, leave a comment so we can have a conversation. That was a terrible impression. Leave a comment <laughs> so we can have a terrible, uh, fuck, a comment conversation. I'm, I'm done. I'm really failing here. Um, and it's even early. It's not even that late or anything. I don't get it. So thank <laughs> Later than we've usually done no, it. No, it's not. It's not. Fair. Anyway, uh, so thank you all again. I hope you're getting the sentiment of that through the little banters. Um, I dropped a project for my own music recently. It's on Spotify. Chris is on it. You can see that on the channel. You'll see us holding up lyric cards in a park with some ducks. Some ducks end up in the video. Thank you all for being here. Hope you have a great week. Peace.